It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to the Super Rugby Podcast with your host, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Mate, it is. Wow. Oh, can I just say this week... <laughs> Um, we're already laughing. We're it's going to be a good one. <laughs> this week, there's been a lot going on. Been a lot going on. But Izzy Dag retiring. God. We've had some amazing matches taking place. We've had some fantastic matches. And another Izzy. <laughs> Hasn't <laughs> has, been doing so well. <laughs> has had a bit of a shocker. Let's just say he's had a bit of a shocker. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. What the outcome forward. will be, yeah. But anyway, no, we can't, we can't pause. We for, cannot uh, dwell on what's happened no, thus far. We've got to move on. So first up, our favourite, we talk about this, we look forward to this, is the listeners' questions. And I've got some Bobby Dazzlers for you today. First up is Michael Nixon from Sydney. Oh, there you go. What a tar, a Waratah fan, maybe. Possibly, possibly. Dear Damien and Toby, I love Super Rugby. Can I just stop you there? But why? <laughs> why is your name always first? Well, I think it's because I I start the show first each time. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm can, going can, on strike. Can, can I can I go on, dear Damien and Toby? I love Super Rugby, but worry that those South Africans are going to up and leave at any moment. How do you grow Super Rugby to increase revenue for all the teams and players? Why South Africa? Why are they going to get up and go? Well, they the oh, time there's... zone. The time zone's very close to the UK well, time there are, zone. You know, the, the kings and all that sort of thing. They're and cheaters. They're in that that league, aren't they? They're in that European yeah, the, league. They're or in the European in... league, so they're they're dipping their toe in now. Yeah, I think it's probably really more just to sort of flex it's their good, muscles. It's good for South African rugby, though. I... Not always playing in. You know, the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, but at some point, they're going to have to make their decision on which one they're going to go for. I think they're flexing their muscles by playing in the European League to say, we want a bigger slice of the of the cake mm. in oh, reality. I do like cake, Damien. I do like cake. <laughs> we both love a bit of cake, <laughs> mate. Um, anyway, I've had, a th- I've had some thoughts of, thought about this. The first thing that comes to mind is... For years and years, Super Rugby has been trying to bring teams to emerging markets, right? So, you know, they've gone Japan and they've gone the Sunwolves. But they're getting rid of the Sunwolves now. I know, I know. But they've done this for years. They've gone Jaguares. Yeah, true. Yeah, they've, they've, they've floated this the Polynesian, the Samoan yeah, yeah. Uh, league, they've, but there's no money in it for them, no. so they've gone like that. I think they actually need to rethink, and they need to start thinking about taking the rugby, the current teams to the emerging markets. So playing some games in America. Well, they are doing that, aren't they? Not not really. Not really. I mean, you think we know when we had the earthquakes in Christchurch. Oh, no, so that, yeah, that they, they were looking at playing in different parts of Asia, weren't they? I think there's Singapore or yeah, something They play like some test matches Hong there, Kong, but yeah. they're not playing many of the Super Rugby matches no, there. No, They need to take the Super Rugby teams to America 
to Asia, to England. When they played at Twickenham, I think it was the Sharks versus the Crusaders. Yeah, that's right. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. So that's the first point. Take the teams there rather than giving them a team. Take the teams to the growing countries. Absolutely. Where else in Europe? Like, uh, I mean, you know, it's still to come, but potentially still to come. Why don't we go to the smaller parts of Europe? You know, Italy, Germany, Romania, just to sort of open up that rugby cocoon the, and the beautiful more, butterfly. It's can, the money, mate. No, it's I know, money. I know. But and you're not going to make any money taking it to, to... You need to get into... <laughs> not if you Romania. Can get in, if you can get into America and you can get people wanting to watch rugby in America, then you're going to make truckloads of money. If you can get people watching uh, the matches in, in the UK more and more and more, you're going to make truckloads of money. Well, it is on Sky Sports, so there is that want to be able to watch the Super Rugby. There is Otherwise, the want, they but wouldn't obviously have it. they're not getting the revenues that they would no, get from, no. you know, if it was more popular. So that's the first thing. That's so, a really hard. This is a hard question. It's an easy question, mate. It's an easy question. Next thing for me is extended highlights. So in all these countries... Oh, yeah. We've talked about this before, though, haven't we? So rather than playing the whole game, just give them a 50-minute or a a 60-minute highlights package Hmm. so that they can watch numerous games rather than just one-off games. Yeah. Because, you know, in the morning now, when we watch it, it's a two-hour game pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, and unless you're a real rugby, you know... A rugby bum. A rugby head... You possibly you might watch one game, but you're not going to go and watch two, three, four, five, or six games, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> so extended highlights packages in all these countries, and, the, and the, one of the last things is full stadiums. You have got to make it look visually fantastic. Yeah. And and at the moment, well, when they, you're looking, it's not looking no, great, is it? It's not looking good at all. Not looking good at all, which is disappointing, though. And. You went back with your family a year ago, or not even that, and the tickets are tuppence, aren't they? The tickets weren't expensive, but you did get a terrible viewing, you know, angle. So you're right behind the the the, the, the uprights. Right. So okay. they were like, it was amazing. The, the ticket prices were absolutely amazing. It was like ten quid for an adult. Yeah. I think it was oh, sorry ten. $10 for an adult. So five-ish quid. Yeah, and, yeah. and $6 for a kid, which is unbelievable. But when I inquired about sitting in the main stand... How much then, is that? You know, like $70. Is that $70? $70. So it's still not horrific. But, no, but it's a lot. But it seems a lot. So Especially if you want to go week in, week out. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At season ticket holders. Yeah. So, you know, they need to sort those types of things. But for me, it's got to be a lost leader. Fill your stadiums. If you have to play in smaller stadiums, do it. Because visually, yeah. it's got to look like... It's you know, packed out. It's People want to watch it. People want to watch it. Yeah. And therefore, then you get that feeling when you're watching TV. And the last thing for me is camera angles. Man, what annoys me, isn't it? That, that it's too... It's like in on the action and not actually out enough. So you can't actually yeah, see that, the game. That, yeah, but... Okay. Yeah, but it's the same in, in football. Correct. Same in football, yeah. If you think NFL, I'm thinking NFL, I'm thinking Premiership. The NFL haven't, you know, given given teams, emerging markets a team, but they've just made it really accessible to watch and support. If Premiership, you know, there's so many supporters of Manchester United who have never, yeah. ever been to Old Trafford. Yeah. But, you know, would, would almost would they die, go, would die they, for their Premiership team. Would they go to New Trafford? <laughs> So bad. Uh, and the last thing I've, I've mentioned the last <laughs> thing a few such times. That's a good thing for me. That's terrible for you. Mate. <laughs> Laws of the game need to be possibly tweaked and changed so that it's more clear or it's clearer. Yeah. Should I use the correct English? Um, what you know? What what has he been penalised for? What 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 is there a free kick? Because at the moment he sort of does some dance move on the pitch, mate. But that, that's almost down to the commentators, isn't it? Shouldn't the commentators be because? The commentators are there. But I don't think the commentators actually know what the referee's actually saying. Well, when it comes to scrum, I don't think anyone knows. Well, that's a good, you know, a good example. So yeah. sort of look at that that's and, a tough and maybe one, have though. that come up on the screen or whatever. 
Are you ready for the next question? Well, uh, if it's not, if it's as long as that one, no. <laughs> uh, it's from Jessica Warren from Harrogate. Jessica Warren. Dear Daddy. <laughs> so if you haven't guessed already, this is my daughter. And she's a big Super Rugby fan as well. She said, Dear Daddy and Toby, is girls rugby as good as men's? And if not, why? P.S. Toby's the best. <laughs> I quite like Jessica. Um... Is women's rugby better? No, or as, is, is as men, good. Or as, as good. good. Um, it's, it's not. It's not But it's not as good, mate. No, it's not as good because it's not as fast. It's not as physical for a, um, from a male's point of view. And I, the hard thing is, it's like watching women fight it, I find it very scary I oh, know women see, shouldn't see, do that I think it's simple but, right it's simple but women I enjoy watching women's rugby but I would rather watch a men's game than a women's game okay so I'm going to I'm going to go into detail why All right, I agree with you wholeheartedly yeah and I'm going to go why sevens Women's sevens Women's is sevens almost is fantastic. almost well. It is as good as my yeah, opinion. I agree. These are the reasons why it's as good because the skill level is the same, the pace of the game is about the same. You don't know the male sevens players like household names, no. but you don't know the the female sevens no, players by household true. names. Yeah. So it's very very similar. Here's the problem: when it goes to fifteens. There's not enough girls playing rugby, so therefore the skill level drops, the intensity levels drop because you're having to uh, possibly rely on some players that wouldn't make the team. You know, there is I don't know what the stats are, but there's it's, vastly more men playing yeah. rugby than there is female, so therefore the quality or the standard goes down. Whereas in sevens, it's not such an issue. And the last thing is, in the 15s game, we know all the big players. We look forward to seeing Ma Nonu strut out there. But yeah. we don't have that. It's because it's not publicised. It's not publicised. It's not on TV. No. So that's what you've got to do, don't you? Which you've is got to put shame. it on TV. Well, that's right. Yeah. Are you going to fund it? <laughs> and that, that's the problem, isn't it? There's, yeah. The, 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 they're saying there's not enough money in it. Whereas the sevens game, next year, they're going to have, I think, three or five, can't remember exactly, of the, the sevens comps are going to be dual girls and oh boys. really yeah which is a massive step forward so playing each other <laughs> got you there didn't I <laughs> oh he's going to ask you a good question I don't know oh, how no. they're going to run it because no. it's going to take twice as long potentially to get the games through start earlier finish later absolutely so you know good good value for money from your ticket price yeah so no it's not there yet but I do think it is improving I t- I, it is improving yeah Definitely and is. It's but just a matter of time. Yeah. Let's hope that at some point we can get to to a, a sort of a, a bit like the tennis, where females tennis is as watched as male tennis. Yeah. yeah. Which would be really good. But it's not really the only sport, isn't it? I can't think of another sport um, where you know, but, uh, well, both girls and boys play to the same level, the same standard, and as yeah. and as well supported as tennis is. Last question, and this is a big one from Phil Stevenson from Cape Town. Dear Toby and Damien. <laughs> you've you've I, literally I don't just like, put I, that in. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Good old Phil, he's a big fan of yours, obviously. I don't like him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when a player leaves the field with a head knock, what happens off the field? I have done a, well, well I've got a certificate anyway. <laughs> An online certificate for this. But I don't actually know what happens I've behind done, closed doors. I've done the research, mate. I've done the research. So there is a really simple process. And it's a lot more simple than actually I ever thought it would have been at international rugby level. Because we know we're coaches. We coach our teams. We've done our concussion protocol. Yeah. It's virtually the same. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So... Are they showing signs of concussion? If they are showing signs of concussion that the doctor can see, right? then he'll say, you're concussed. Yeah. there's. Uh, I think there's 11 signs of concussion from balance problems. Dizziness. To and dizziness yeah, to um, 
that's not that's not one of the eleven, I don't believe. But noticeable signs where they lose balance or they right. walk in the wrong direction or whatever. If they have any of those, they're off the pitch. Right. Okay. They don't do any more assessment. They're they're deemed to be concussed. Okay. Okay. The next bit is when the doctor comes on. The doctor will then ask what they call Maddox questions. Okay, and this is really simple. Like I'll give you. So what day is it today, Tobes? It's Sunday today. It's Sunday, yeah. and, and then they might ask you, "Who are you playing today?" Well, oh. you're not playing anyone. No. <laughs> but they'd ask questions like that. What's the score? Who scored last? As in which team scored oh, right, last? Okay. okay. If they fail on that, slow to respond, they're concussed. If they pass those questions, they walk down the tunnel. You know when they walk down that tunnel and they sort yeah. of go into the, the ether under the stadiums. Well, there's normally a video box there, and it's called the head box believe it or not, right? And the doctor will stand there with the player and they'll watch back the actual tackle or the... Oh, right, or, the, yeah. the, the scenario, the scene. Yeah, and, and the bits that lead directly oh. um, post the head right, knock. Okay. And again, if he notices anything, he'll say you're concussed. But if they pass that, then they walk down the tunnel and into the changing area or the match day doctor's area, Okay. So there'll be a, let's say the Blues were playing the Chiefs, the Blues doctor will be there and there'll be an independent doctor that joins them and they'll do they'll do the actual test now. So on pre-season they've done a whole, you know, um, do done these all these tests and they baseline test them and what they've got to do is got to get as good or better results on the day to pass the test. And the test is really simple. So there's a memory, a recall, a balance test, um, and then a just some basic questions about how you feel and stuff. So just give you an example of the memory. <laughs> this is really hard. They have to remember five words in order of sequence, and they've got to do it, I think, three times. So if I just gave you three words, because I know you might struggle, <laughs> like cake, hammer, car. Okay, cake, hammer, car. Right, so I might add another couple, cake, Hammer, car, screwdriver, door. <laughs> Cake, hammer, car, screwdriver, door. Okay, now say it again. Cake, hammer, car, screwdriver, door. Well done, one more time. <laughs> Cake, hammer, car, screwdriver, door. Excellent, so you would pass that. Oh, I can go play again. <laughs> but what I have read, actually, um, is that they're trialling a green card in South Africa where the the referee... If he sees a player in, who has or maybe showing the signs of concussion or being knocked out or something like that, he can show the green card to that player uh, and then the medics can come on. But normally the medics just run on, don't they? Yeah. Or, I mean, the, or do, do the medics sort of stop? No. You know, the, they go to the referee and they oh, I need to take my man off. No, the medics normally run out and they you see them tap their head. Yeah. And, and that, that's yeah. telling the referee we're going to do a head assessment on the sky. It's actually, the referee at any point can actually stop a player from playing. Yeah. So even now, he doesn't need a green card, but I think the green card is to show the fans probably what he's doing. Yeah, potentially, yeah. To say, look, I think this guy's injured, so I'm going to ask him to go. Because, you know, there's 40,000 people there. If the referee says you're off, some people might think, well, what's he being put off for? Yeah. The, The last part, wait for this one, mate, is they've got to remember six numbers... Okay, well, they've got to remember them backwards. Oh, God. So let me give you this one. Oh, please don't. So just go one, three, five, six, ten. Say them backwards. <laughs> ten, six, five, three, one. Okay. So then <laughs> no, no, that's you, enough. That's yeah. <laughs> so Luke. they can do this up to uh, up to six numbers. They start with one, really? three numbers. And that can be any numbers. And they've got to do this. So baseline testing. The next bit goes on. They've got a three-meter walk test. Right. Do they just have to walk on a line? Or? Walk in a straight line. Yeah. Head to uh, toe to... Toe to heel. Head to, to toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. Uh, and then the last one is they've got to answer some questions, which is like, you know, after all that, they go, do you feel unwell? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> I could have told you that at the start. But I was really surprised. There's other things. There's... um. They, they have to get re, reassessed um, normally, uh, obviously, during the match, yeah. after the match, and after two nights' sleep as well. And there's a couple of things that they're working on. They're working on a saliva test. 
which would be fantastic because if you can get a saliva test saying you're concussed, that can roll into junior rugby, senior rugby, all sorts of rugby. That'd be good. And there's a visual test that they can do as well that they're trialling at the moment as well. So those are a couple of more tools. But very interesting because I kind of presume they went down the tunnel and they did something on a computer. Oh, a computer? Yeah, you know, like I thought it was literally just ask them a few questions. Uh, follow my finger. Um, can you put your hand on your nose and your belly button, or <laughs> something like that? Oh, you'll be right. Get back, get back out there. No, I, yeah. Well, I thought you know, with all this money that's rolling around, they yeah. would have come up with something a bit better than that. But yeah. I mean, it's almost exactly what we do on a weekly basis. Yeah. That is the end of the listeners' questions. God, that was long. Eh? They're tough, eh? Yeah. They're tough questions. Good this questions. Week. Uh, so up next, mate, is our review of the weekend's matches. Uh, so the first game, Damien, was a um, this was a South Island derby, wasn't it? Crusaders Highlanders shaped up to be an absolute humdinger, and it started really, really well for the Highlanders. It did and actually did. got through to half time really, really fantastic. Uh, ben Smith, 150 games oh. and scoring an absolute fantastic try. To no start. one else could have scored that. He was. He was. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I might have been able to, or, but you. I don't think you could have. Mate, I, I, can ha- I could hardly watch someone scoring it, let alone even think about scoring it. But it, it was just one of those games where, like you said last week, the Crusaders added another gear. They off- yeah. they just let go with their bench. They did, yeah. And, and they ran away with it, didn't they? They did run away with it. So a couple of the statistics that I've got here. Clean breaks. Crusaders 22 clean breaks against 10 from the Highlanders. Which is surprising, though, because normally... The Highlanders are very good, aren't they? They but are. They are missing some of their key players. They are. They are. Um, offloads. I've got eighteen offloads to nine to so doubling the offloads, and the big one, the absolute killer, was turnovers conceded. Highlanders twenty-two to the the Crusaders eleven. Yeah. Uh, the only stat that really was a little bit worrying for me for the Crusaders was yeah, eighteen saw penalties. That too. Yeah. It's the same as last week, though, isn't it? Yeah, penalty the, uh, count was high, and they haven't really had a, such a good season on that. D- discipline, you think? Discipline is a is a real issue, yeah. mate. A couple of things though, a couple of things, and you'll love this. I've got a Quadzilla. Oh, Moanga. No, Ooh. no, no, no. It's uh, it's Josh. I can squat for days. I own. <laughs> He has got some huge thighs, hasn't he? When I watched that, I thought of you. Crush a coconut, those bad boys. <laughs> Absolutely. And I thought, what a pass Severice is to Mitch Drummond oh. at the end of the game. Pass it into space. He ran, didn't he? He just took that line, yeah. took out two players, yeah. offloaded. Yeah. I mean, there's lots to talk about in this game. He played well, actually, didn't he? Rich Mwanga played fantastic. Yeah, he did. Um, I just I just think it was one of those, it'd be mentioned, they off, you know, they did. Jordan Tafur comes on, does a job. Mitch yeah. Drummond comes on, does a job. Good player, actually. Uh, I think the midfield worked really, really well. Yeah. It's just one of those. We're not going to dwell on that game for, for too long because we've got oh. arguably the best game or the best half of rugby I've ever seen at Super Rugby level. And that's the Chiefs versus the Blues. Now, this I tell you what, this also shaped up to be such a good game. And, and it, it did it, it delivered. Was, it was right now, down to the last. Now, whistle. listeners, if you have not seen this game, I'm not going to say watch the whole game, but watch the second half. What an amazing game of rugby! Yeah, he was. Um, Ma'anonu didn't really show up first half. No, everyone was talking about. You know, obviously, he hasn't been selected for the All Black squad. Anton Leonard Brown and Anton Leonard Brown was absolutely amazing. Oh, he was this, outstanding. I think he was. I think he was amazing in the game in general. Yeah, he's been it? playing well this whole season, though. As I say, lost a bit of timber, didn't he? Yeah. And he's is playing well. He's good everywhere. He's yeah. good on the ground. Good defensively. Good defense. Well, well, until Marnonu trucked him <laughs> in the second half. God, I mean that was me oh my oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> boomfa. <laughs> Things that I got down here, mate, was uh, I think the Blues got off to a slow start and they were lucky to score that 80 metre try just before half time. The second half. Good team try, though. Very good. Uh, Akita Ioni. How? I, 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 I mean, he had a really average first half. 
after I've he seen He didn't have his, a great game all over. But I think he played much better in the second half. He, and he did some things that no one else can do. No, that's true, yeah. Like that pick up off the back of the scrum, yeah. run 40 metres off low, that, those types of things. I just thought that, that old Steve Hansen was sitting in the crowd <laughs> and he, he was like, oh, yes, I've got my selection policy right. That's Manonu out, Anton Leonard Brown in. Yeah. And then the second half happened and he he kind of scrubbed out a few things and I think he might need to rethink Ma Nunu not being in his 41-man squad, squad. Um, A stat here that I've got is tackles. 189 for the Chiefs and 80 to the Blues. That shows you something, though, eh? That the Blues were attack, attack, attack. But I don't think they were attacking in the red zone that much. The Blues... You know, they, they they were forcing the Chiefs to tackle from their 22 or sort of halfway or even 10-meter line to the, the Chiefs' 22 in that sort of middle of the park. Yeah, and also the Blues, you look at how many carries they had. So they had 619 carries to 374. That just means they're just smashing it up. And they are big boys, aren't they? Oh, they are that, big boys. I might... I mean, I'm, I'm going to look into this, but I arguably, I think they're the biggest team in Super Rugby. I wouldn't be surprised if they're the heaviest pack. Yeah. Well, Patrick Tuopolotu, oh. he is a mountain. He is absolutely And then the, the long-haired ginger, Robinson. The ninja, the ninja. Yeah. Don't Same. call him that. Ninja. Bit of respect. He's a big fella too, isn't he? He is a big fella. Uh, there's lots of big fellas there. So they like to smash it up. Yeah. Um. But defenders be- beaten, 38 defenders beaten for the Blues, 22 for the Chiefs. Yeah. So the Chiefs, you know, 33-29 was the score in this game. And it went down to literally the last play. The Blues had it. They were going forward, going forward. And then they knocked it on. Yeah. Typical. Typical. Can I also say, um, while Hanson was, you know, sitting having his hot chocolate up in the uh, up in the stands... The number three uh, halfback is playing for the Chiefs, and he can't even start. Yeah. Number yeah, three I, All Blacks halfback. I, I think it's a massive issue. I, I think it's a massive why, issue. I don't get why he's in the All Blacks, though, if he can't even make the starting lineup. Bryn Hall is playing unbelievable rugby. Yeah. And he's, he's not, not in the 41-man squad? No. And he's not really starting either. I'm just like, yeah. Uh, the thing with Bryn Hall though is Bryn Hall is he's always played that that way that Mitch Mitch Drummond and him swap yeah. around. So yeah. he started on Saturday, but he he's unbelievable. No, Bryn Hall has been playing well, yeah. And, and and I'm like, he played well all last year. Yeah, he's played really really well this year, and you need to get him in your team. I don't yeah. understand it. No, I think I think Steve Hansen has possibly. Uh, not lost it. I'm not saying he's lost it, but he, I think he lost a bit of his nerve not to bring in some new blood into that squad. Because by bringing new blood, you're going to keep all the older guys honest, yeah. and they're going to have to work really hard. Whereas just keeping the same squad from last I know, year, yeah. I, I don't think that's positive. But anyway, he's a brighter man than me. It's well, not he, not he, difficult. He's mate. the coach. <laughs> the Olympics, mate. We're not. Uh, so it's an awesome game, awesome game of rugby. Um, how did I? How did I only score that try as well? How did he get the ball down? I think there was a magnet in the ball and a magnet in the corner. <laughs> oh, that's my only. That's the only way to describe it. Way. So two tries from Manonu, oh. both very, very good tries, well yeah. taken. Antonio Plown played really, really well. The other one, mate, for me was when I was watching this game, um, Black. Or to the black. Yeah, he mm. reminded me at times of Dan Carter. And look, Dan Carter was a, was a lot better player. But where they're similar is he's so calm with ball in hand. Yeah. He just looks like it's too easy. Very nonchalant. Nonchalant, yeah, mm. big word. It is, Big yeah. word. Uh, so did the Chiefs deserve to win? I would say Prob- they, yeah. Probably, yeah. The Blues just made too many mistakes. They made too many errors, and yeah. they had too many turnovers. If we look at the turnovers, it's six to two. So the Blues lost six six occasions on the ground. Yeah. And I felt that when I was watching it, they were a little bit slow to rucks at times. They got their act together a little bit towards the second half, but six to two was it was a real key difference in the stats. Mate, next game, 
Sharks versus the Jaguaros. This, this was we something got this else as well. We, we, wrong, we completely we? and utterly mucked this <laughs> up uh, in our predictions. And and I don't think anyone would have said no. the Jaguaris were going to do this. But the Jaguaris, this is what we expected from them at the start of the season. And yeah. now they're starting to deliver yeah. offloads, offloads, offloads. Pablo Montera, what a player. Possibly, arguably, massive call. Best player in the world at the moment. And you're looking at me like, what have you drunk tonight, <laughs> Damien? Um, the only other thing I, I mentioned about this when I was watching it was terrible crowd. Terrible crowd. Well, it's at Kings Park Stadium, isn't it? So it's huge. It's huge. But come on, put everyone down on the bottom. Yeah. I, I don't know why you know, they do that, though. They do it at every stadium. You know, it's it was cheap seats, isn't it? Oh, yeah. they've paid cheap, so they've got to sit yeah. way up there. But it just looked awful. Visually looked awful. Um, but what an amazing match! Uh, they thoroughly enjoy. They thoroughly deserved it. Here are some. Here are some but differences in defence, mate. We've got the Sharks making eighty-four tackles, and the Jaguares making a hundred and sixty-one <laughs> to double the tackles. Um, but wait for this one: tackles missed out of the eighty-four. They missed seventeen tackles. Seventeen. Yeah, and the Jaguares missed twenty-two. So all the stats are basically saying that the Jaguaris should have lost, apart from Rucks lost, the Sharks lost 10 Rucks, and the Jaguaris none. None. That's fantastic, isn't it? And 11 penalties to three. Those are the only things that we can possibly... But then you look at the metres carried, you know, going along with you, 516 to the Sharks... 335 to the Jaguaris. Well, uh, how how did they not win? Uh, yeah, but the, you've got to think how the Sharks play. Again, they, they play that direct... Bully. B- direct. Carries 141 to 85. Yeah. But the Jaguaris play that bullying game as well, don't they? They're a not, big pack. Not in this game. They no. played a very expansive game. Yeah. And the offloads, mate. The offloads were the difference. Big time. Big time. And I just think they did have some absolutely wonderful moments in this game. So, what do you what do you say well, more than the Sharks were have been really inconsistent and arguably that showed through in their defensive structures. Yeah, yeah. The Jaguares gobbled the Sharks up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the only thing the only thing I worry about when you do all these ridiculous yeah. comments is there's, there's there's many many weeks left, and you're Absolutely. just absolutely. Re- <laughs> I'm going to run out of them soon, eh? Going to run ne- out of them soon. Next game up, mate, was the Rebels versus the Stormers. The Rebels went down twenty four forty one, and a, a little bit, a little bit. It's very even this game on all the stats. But half time, it was only ten three to the Stormers. You know, yeah. it was still close. It was still really, really close. The Stormers took their opportunities. I, I put a few things down for this game. Reese Hodge, the probably the most overrated player I've ever seen, but he delivers. The guy delivers. He keeps scoring tries. Is you know he, but he just he's like one of those guys, ugly but effective. And I don't mean he's ugly. <laughs> what do you think he's attractive? Well, uh, <laughs> I am partial. Ask uh, Izzy Flower that question. We <laughs> <laughs> like it. Also, Quade Cooper, mixed bag. Oh yeah, game. yeah, real I, mixed bag. I put down here the Quade Cooper fans of the world were loving him, yeah. and hating him in equal measure in this match. He did some yeah. wonderful, wonderful things, but he did some village things, toes. Yeah, yeah. and defence, defence, defence is the best form of attack on this. And you saw that from the Stormers. Uh, the Rebels had all the ball, yeah. all the opportunities. But when the Stormers got it, they took their opportunities. And they it was the conversion between being on attack and defense where the Rebels were really poor. Yeah. Their first try uh, that the Stormers got, Dylan, uh, I can't pronounce his last name. He Lads? Lades? Lades, yeah. He... Just it was the parting of the Red Sea. Yeah. They went from attack to a turnover. He went straight through the gap, and that happened on numerous times in this match. Well, I've got here Rucks one, Rebels hundred and three, 
to the Stormers' 37. Yeah. So the Stormers were keeping the ball in hand wherever possible. Well, no, the, the Storm, the Stormers didn't have the ball in reality, but when they had it, they make full, they made full use of it. Yeah. And they scored every opportunity they had. Right, next game. Got the Brumbies versus the Lions. Now, the Brumbies kicked the Lions in the face, didn't they, really? Um, I've got here uh, metres carried, even Stephen. You know, there was only about 30 metres in it. Uh, 428 to 457. So it was very close in that aspect. It carries similar again. I The Brumbies being at home made a big difference. Yeah. The Lions were just... The Lions started really well. They started kicking into the corners. You could almost tell they were going to go drive them all, score. And I kind of thought, here we go. They're going to suffocate the Brumbies. But really, when you look at, at everything in hand, it was a really even match. But the Brumbies, at key moments, were, were just more uh, more clinical than the Lions in this game. And that, well, and again, that really like you showed. said in other matches, they, they took their opportunities. Yeah, absolutely took their opportunities. But this, this, With this two game, hooves. This game was just like, it was <laughs> a little bit of a, no, oh, I, I don't even want, I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> well, four hooves. This this game for me was one of those where it just was, I had it on the background. Yeah. There wasn't a lot yeah, going on. No. It was uh, a bit of a boring game. Uh, we're boring. I, mean, I suppose you, you needed to be either a Lions fan or a Brumbies fan. Yeah. Uh, and You know, if you're a Stormers fan over the weekend, you literally got on your bike, mate, as you said, and went home because they were awful again. Yeah. But if you're a Lions fan or a Brumbies fan, I don't think you went away from this game saying it was a fantastic match to watch. I'll be stand. I'll be stood, you know, I, the Brumbies take any win they can get right well, now. Well, they would, yeah. This is their only their third win of the common. If they had yeah. lost this one... It was not going to look good for them. Mains would have been chopped off, mate. Uh, final, final game. Bulls versus the Reds. 32-17 to the Bulls. Yeah. I just feel like the Reds, They've we've mentioned this before, I think they've got a decent group of players, but key positions, they are really, really struggling. Um, well, yeah. They're, they're, their team is a bit hidden miss. No depth. Um, no ten, no, no, no real nine either, eh? No, and it's it's really really showing. I think that the Bulls have got a decent squad as well. You know, they they actually play with some nice. They play some nice rugby. Pollard played really well, didn't he? Pollard is playing very very. Did you did you see? Um, I read uh, recently that he's been offered um to go to France for million million euros. I thought you were going to say he got a Weller Woman hair contract. <laughs> a million a million quid. Yeah. To go play in um, Le do Francais. Reckon, do you reckon we could be his agents and take 10%? Or, or 100 grand wouldn't be bad, eh? <laughs> wouldn't be bad. Um, yeah, just another game where if it was on the background, you'd be enjoying it, but you wouldn't, you almost wouldn't sit down to watch the whole you know, the whole game. No. Um, a few good moments from the Reds towards the end of the game. I think Karevi. Yeah, Karevi, he, he plays he's well, He's a good though. player, isn't he? Yeah. The, the interesting question is, if you're the Australian, you know, coach selectors, who's your back line? Oh, well, you'd have to go 9-10, easy. Well, you, know, you say that, mate. You, but who, what are you saying? You're well, saying Will Guinea? Yeah, Will Guinea. I think that one. That, Quade that, Cooper at ten. See, I, 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 I love Quade Cooper. Uh, yeah, but you after were seeing him singing his praise. No, no, no. You can't, you can't back him off or change your mind off one game. I would say for me, Quade Cooper's in your squad. And who you, would you put at ten? Foley. He's having such a poor season. No, he's he's come good. He's come good. It's like... Uh, from one game, mate. No, no, no. You're so no, no. Hey, hey, listen, listen. You're just like Frosties, let but me, without let, the sugar. Let me ask You've you a question. You've got Frosties on the bread, <laughs> and it, you, it's Let me ask you a question. Flaky as Let hell. me ask you a question, right, before you keep going on and on. <laughs> it's Who was fro- the top point frosties. scorer last year? Foley. We know that. So, so therefore, he he is a good player. 
He's been good player for the last three years. He's been good player for the last four years since the last World Cup. He is, we could say, class is permanent, form is temporary. He's had a bad start God, to the season. That is a saying and a half, isn't it? What Google site did you get that off? <laughs> Bloody hell. So he's he's class. Yeah. So no, he's had he's a bad good. start. He he's come right. He's more reliable than Quaid, but Quaid, when he comes on, will change he's the game. He's exciting, isn't he? Yeah. He's an exciting player. So therefore, you bring him on when everyone's a bit tired, he's going to rip it up. Yeah, true. So you, you pick your team according to your opposition. Yeah. And I think if you start Quaid, again, a little bit like Sonny Bill, they can sort that out. They can pre-plan. They can do all those types of things. But if you bring him on, that's much, much more difficult. Yeah. So I'm going to go Foley. Who do you play at 12? Who do you play at 13? I think the Aussies have got a good group of players. They've got lots of people that you can put in there. Adam Ashley Cooper's in there. They've been playing him at 13. Mate, we're going off topic. I'm, we're not. We're on topic, mate. This is just, <laughs> there's no topic. <laughs> I'm trying to say that the, I think the Aussies have got a good squad I to choose from. I think they've got a good squad, yeah. The big problem they've got is arguably... If without Falau, if Falau's not going to play, if he's been binned off, he's just come yeah. out today saying he's going to put his religion first, his beliefs first over rugby, um, which possibly means that... Mate, we all know what your religion is. Rugby. rugby. <laughs> <laughs> so what do they do back at 15? I think it was quite a smart move from uh, Israel Falau, because if they bin him off now, arguably he's saying, well, it's my religion. You're yeah. binning me off because of my religion. That That's also, I mean, let's not get into too much detail there, but. Yeah. Anyway, mate. Can of worms, eh? Can of worms. Can of worms. So our next segment is our predictions. Yes. Now. Which which we've been, which we've been very consistent until. Oh God. Last week. And then we absolutely it? had a shocker. Shocker. Right, mate. First game, Chiefs are at home to the Lions. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Lions are looking down the barrel of three losses in a row. Yeah. The yeah. Chiefs have been playing much, much better. I, I'm going to go say Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I want to say Chiefs. I'm going to say Chiefs. But there's a little part of me that's thinking, will the Lions step three up? Three in a row, yeah. Will they lose three in a row? I don't think they will lose three in a row, but I want them to lose three in a row. So I'm going to go the Chiefs. Good man. Good man. Now we've got the Sun Wolves uh, against the Hurricanes. Sun Wolves are at home. Hurricanes have just come off a uh, a week, week week's break. Oh, mate. Hurricanes yeah, for me. Yeah. 100%. Hurricanes. Although Sun Wolves could, could surprise, but I can't see it happening. No, Some always got no. week. They've had a week's break as well, so they're both yeah they're both on the two. both yeah. on the same footing there, mate. Uh, then we've got the Sharks versus the Reds. Sharks are at home. Now I think the Sharks need to bounce back. Well, Don't un- they? Understatement of oh the year. <laughs> but the Reds need to. I mean, they also have got a point to prove. Hey, going back to who's going to come last in that. In that um, conference, you've got to have your money on the Reds now, don't you? Are the Reds uh, going to overcome the, the Sun Wolves? It's open. It's all open. I've got the... Uh, I still think the Sun Wolves will come last in the end, but the, the Reds need to find a 9 and 10 from somewhere. Well, the, <clears throat> the Sun Wolves are last at the moment, and they'll probably stay there, but Brumbies are on 15 points, and the Reds are on 14 it's all close though, but then the Waratahs are on sixteen. Although they're a game behind. The Waratahs, mate. The, the, again, we go. What we keep moving back to the old Izzy. If he's not playing, it changes their uh, right. outlook. Uh, you know, considerably. Yeah. Um, now Saturday's games. We've got the God. This is an absolute rip snorter. Got the Highlanders versus the Blues. Highlanders at home. Wow, that's a massive match. Massive <laughs> For match. For both teams, though, isn't it? For both teams. I'm going to go the Blues. I think the Blues will have, and I said this last time, and I was almost correct, too much off the bench. 
they came into that second half quite strongly. But the so therefore I'm going to say the Blues just though just going to nick it from the Highlanders. I want the Highlanders to win, but I also want the Blues to win. But I don't want it to be a bloody draw. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I I'm going to call it even. I think there's going to be a draw. Really? Yeah. Okay, mate. Go on. Let's move on. Move uh, on. Then we've got the Waratahs versus the Rebels. Waratahs at home. Uh, they're fresh off a week off as well. Every reporter is going to be asking them what's the crack with Israel for yeah. So I'm going to say that's going to play against the Waratahs. The Rebels, Rebels have a point to prove as well. Coming will up, will win. The Rebels will win. Yeah. Stormers, Brumbies. Wow. Uh, you can't pick that one, can you, really? No. I think the Brumbies are going to win it. Away? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Brumbies. Oh. I'll go Brumbies as well. That's nice. Have we it? agreed on everything? So, Chiefs we agree on. Yeah. Hurricanes we agree on. Yeah. Sharks? Uh, I went for the Sharks. Highlanders, Blues. I said the Blues. You said the Highlanders. I said a draw. Oh, you said draw. You said yeah. draw. <laughs> well, I'm going to win that one, aren't I? <laughs> uh, okay, so we agree on most yeah. things anyway. God, that's good. That's good. So that wraps up our predictions. Next up, mate, is quiz. the quiz questions. Oh, my. I'm looking forward to this one. So, Toby, today, some of my questions have come from one of our biggest sort of Super Rugby fans, Darren Wipert. So thank you, Darren, for those. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Toby's responses. I am going to take the bulls by the horns. Uh-huh. Did you like that? No, you no, like no, that? No, no, didn't like that. Um, no, no, I'm going to go first is what I'm trying to say. I'm not going to let you get a little run on me like you have done in the last few weeks. Uh, I'm going to have a run on you, my big man. He's scared. He's scared. I'm running scared. Okay. Question number one for you. Toes, Super Rugby started with 12 teams. Yep. At its peak, how many teams were in the competition? A, 16. B, 17. C, 18. Or D, 19. Oh. So, I thought it, the answer would have been 15. Um, well, it's not. <laughs> and we know that now. Okay, so... Five teams in New Zealand. This is really going to test your maths here, isn't it? Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even going to write it down now, you dick. Shall um, I give you some? Shall I give you some more names? Yes. You, yeah. The Western Force. Yeah, got that one. The Cheetahs. Yeah, Kings. The Kings. Yeah. 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 All of those teams were once part of yeah, the competition. Were they? Were. <laughs> Listen. Other names: Jaguars, the Southern Southern Kings, Southern Kings. Yeah, the 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 Sun Wolves. You got the Melbourne Rebels. All yeah. of these teams were part of it. So sixteen. You think a sixteen? Yes. You are incorrect. Eighteen teams. Eighteen. Mate. I'm going to go through them here. I never thought that the um, Jaguars and Sun Wolves overlapped with. Okay, so I'm going to go through them. You've got the Reds, you've got the Brumbies, you've got the Waratahs, you've got the Blues, you've got the Chiefs, the Highlanders, the Crusaders, the Hurricanes, the Bulls, the Northern Transvaal Bulls, the Sharks, the Lions, the Stormers, the Western Force, the Cheetahs. I'm getting tired. The Melbourne Rebels, the Jaguars, <laughs> the Southern Kings, and the Sunwolves. Right, okay. 18, mate. 18. Absolutely. God, that's a lot. Obviously, yeah. It's more than you thought there was. Oh, a lot more. Okay, so my my three questions <clears throat> to you, Damien, are on Israel Dag. Retirement. Okay. Now, we, we know he's been almost a forced retirement. Had dodgy oh, knees. Absolutely forced retirement, mate. He's only 30. He's only 30. He possibly has the hairline of someone a slightly older, but who am I to <laughs> he, talk? <laughs> he's not a great look. No, this is true. He's had a bit of work done, I reckon. He's had a bit of work done to that, and I don't blame him. No. If I had the money, well, you I'd would. have a bit of work done on this barnet here. Anyway, carry it's on. That toupee. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate. How many games did Israel Dag play for the Crusaders? 
Oh, here we go. Here's one of your very minimal, you know. 89, 72, 85, or 95. So just go through those. I've got 72, 89, 85, and 95. So again, um, the spread is really good for the for three of the uh, three of the four, isn't yeah. it? So he scored 140 points in this in these amount of games, which 72. Oh, wrong. Oh, damn it. I thought you banged in 72 because you would have gone, well, put in 72, that's the answer. And then I'll put all the other ones close so that he so that he'll think that it's going to be within those. I double bluffed you. You double bluffed me. 89. So the, <clears throat> yeah, okay, 89. 89, yeah. yeah. So 140 points in 89 matches. Which is actually not as many as I would have given no, him. I, I would have thought no. he would have scored more tries. I always thought Izzy D could have been a good kicker as well. I think he did kick a couple. Yeah, he did kick a couple of yeah. times and hardly even missed. But we didn't see him kick consistently. Consistently, yeah. You're next. It's a good start for us. Zero from zero. Zero from one. Sorry. Okay, so here we go. Now, when the Super Rugby had eighteen teams in it, for how many years did the Super Eighteen run for? They didn't call it Super Eighteen. They called it Super Rugby because there was so many teams in there, right? Yeah. So for how many years did it run? A, two, B, three, C, four, or D, one? See, I didn't think they overlapped at all. But now that I've sort of thought about it and listened to you ramble on... I'm not, it's either one or two. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Oh, um, I don't think it's one, so I'm going to go two. You would be correct. It was two Excellent. years, yeah. It was uh, 2016, 2017. Ooh, it does yeah. annoy me though. Doesn't it annoy you? They, they bring teams in. Yeah. They get rid of teams. Well, just got rid of the Sunwolves now as well, haven't they? You know, it's just... It's not on. It's not cricket, mate. They're like you. They're a bit flaky. So I'm glad I've got one point now. Now, this is uh, obviously a <laughs> podcast. I can't see my face right now. But <laughs> Stone cold. So Am I, am I part of the snowflake generation? <laughs> <laughs> right, mate. This is going to be... This is a good one. Which other New Zealand franchise did Izzy D play for... If any. Oh, you can't. You Highlanders. Can't, you can't bang that back in there. Blues, Chiefs, or the Hurricanes? I'm pretty sure it's the Chiefs. I'm pretty f- sure it's the Chiefs. And and the only reason why I know this, because I think I did a little bit of research into Izzy D, because I, I really like Izzy D. I think he's a <laughs> legend. And I was surprised to see it was the Chiefs. I think it was the Chiefs. So I'm going to say the Chiefs. Okay, well, you're wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's the Highlanders. Oh, and he made twenty-five appearances, so scoring one hundred and thirty-three points. Oh, I think that's when he first made him into the yeah. All Blacks, wasn't it? He was playing for the Highlanders. Yeah, he scored so many points in so few games. He was amazing. Remember he, when he oh. when he when he first made the All Blacks? Oh, he was that first special. South Africa. Oh, 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 that sidestepping jinky thing he did in the corner, and he scored. Oh my God, that was oh. a good finish. Yeah. So you've got none right so far. You're on one. Uh, thank you. One more than you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Last question for you, mate. From 2006 to 2010, better known as the Super 14 era, mm-hmm. only two teams won the competition. One of those teams was the, was the Crusaders. Yeah. They won two titles, 06 and 08. Who was the other team? A, the Brumbies. B, the Bulls. C, the Blues. I ran out of Bs. <laughs> so we... <laughs> boob. <laughs> D, the Sharks. Hmm. So they won uh, three. Yeah. Three titles in that period. That period. Right, okay. So potentially could be the Brumbies. I think the Bulls won their lot a little bit later on. No, don't look at me like that. Cause 
I think it's the Sharks. You're going to go for the Sharks? Yeah. You are wrong. It was, in fact, the Bulls. It was the Bulls. It was the Bulls, yeah. And they won it in 07, 09, and 010. Not 010. <laughs> 2010. Well, listen to this, though. In, o, in 2009, they won the final against the Chiefs. 61 points to 17 in the final. Jeez. Both other finals were, were, were pretty close. But they did have Brian Habana, yeah. Mornay Stain. They had a cracking Faf team. Faf Duplessis, yeah. uh, Victor Matfield. Yeah. That was their team in 2000. And uh, Danny, Danny Russo on the bench. You know, some very, 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 can I say very? One more time. Uh, very good players to choose from. Yeah. So you have got one point with one question to go. Hopefully I can draw. This would be the second loss I would have against you. You've only won one other. If you win today. Right. Izzy D is married to Daisy Dag. That sounds horrific, doesn't with, it? It sounds like something from a comic book. <laughs> with two children. I'm sure she's very good looking, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is his wife from in New Zealand? Wellington? Auckland, Gisborne, <laughs> or Nelson? Can I just say, can I repeat, you are a horrible man. <laughs> How do I know? Who cares where she's from? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who cares? Safety. Who cares, mate? Who cares where she's from? Well, hey. I don't care where she's from. Well, but you don't need to care. I'm going to say here, I'm going to use a little bit of common sense. I'm going to say, well, you, you mentioned Gisborne. Well, apparently no one good-looking lives in Gisborne. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what you've whoa. said to me on Whoa, that's not very nice. Yeah. Hey, is it one of those things that only if you're from Gisborne, you can take the mick out of Gisborne, eh? <laughs> so I'm not going to say Gisborne, but that would be... Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. sure I'm, not, mate, I'm not sure about any of these questions <laughs> you give me these days. Uh, I'm more leaning towards Nelson. Because Nelson's on the same island as uh, Christchurch, but with modern <laughs> technology and planes. And what was Wellington and what was the other? Auckland. Gosh, <laughs> very broad. It is very broad. Uh, I really don't know. There's terrible links to Nelson. But they do play some of their games. Maybe he shacked up with her on, you know, one of these, when they playing playing one of their games. and Shacked up. And Nelson, um, I'd be, I'm, it's a massive guess, but, uh, and you'll be really pleased to beat me when I say the wrong one. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I don't want to say, I don't want to lose. Oh, I don't want to lose. Oh, um, Come on, mate. You said she's good looking. Wellington, good-looking ladies in Wellington. Oh, mate, please don't do this to me. <laughs> Nelson. Oh, Nelson. my God, he's gone and done it. <laughs> he's lost. <laughs> it's Gisborne. No <laughs> way, it's Gisborne. She, she used to, well, she, her house where she grew up was just down the road from mine. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised you hadn't ruined it for life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure well, Izzy Dag has. Can we just have a massive round of applause to you, Toby, for a fantastic oh win. God. I tell you what. I really look forward to your questions. I'm getting used to this winning business. <laughs> I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep making these quiz questions absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, there is a few more things. We we did want to just pay tribute to and, and I think the questions were were you know, Izzy Dag retiring yeah. Yeah. living it's a legend. Huge loss. Huge loss for New Zealand rugby though. Huge loss for the Crusaders, huge yeah. loss for world rugby. He was, I was really hoping he was going to make it to the World Cup, but uh, um, unluckily yeah. not. Yeah. But it's been another fantastic, well, I, hopefully it's been a fantastic it's Super It's been good for us too. It's been it, a, it always is, isn't it? It always is. There are some new ways of getting hold of us. Oh, yeah. Toby, we've got the old Twitter page. The Twitter. 
Yeah, the Twitter. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Twitter under Super Rugby Podcast. Yeah, yeah. For at Super Rugby Pod. Oh, really? Mon- yeah, Mon- Mon- Technology, mate. We've got the email address, which is what? Uh, the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, we, we love hearing from you. And just even if it's just a like on a post or a retweet or something, it actually makes our day. <laughs> That's how sad we are. It makes our day. But it's very, very true. So get on the Twitter. Yeah. Get on the Facebook. Well, I think Twitter is better because you can get, you, you can, you can communicate with us better. Okay. So I'd say Twitter first. Okay, fine. Facebook's, we'll, we'll get that up and running a bit better as, as time goes on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously email, you can't beat a good email. If you want to fax us. We can't do fax. We can't do fax. <laughs> but anything other than that, we're there. By the way, fax, that's F-A-X, not. You know, not the actual facts, because it's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on that missing, note, on that missing. note, can I just say, it's been a great pleasure to be in your living rooms or out running with you, yeah. or as my kids use this podcast to send them to sleep. <laughs> uh, hopefully you've had a good week, and we'll see you next week. Definitely. Signing out. <laughs>